and welcome to Mistakes We've Made and Debts We've Paid, a storytelling podcast about a lifetime of mistakes, mishaps, and poor choices, where we really lean into the pain and laugh at all our cringy moments. Big and small, we tell them all. (laughs) (laughs) I'm your host, Royce Emery. And I'm Wayne Cummins. And welcome to our show. Yeah, this is definitely, this is a sexy episode. This is a Valentine's Day special. <laughs> We're doing it early. Just like the way I come. Early. You know, I either come early or not at all. <laughs> that sounds like a threat. I either come early or not at all. Either way, you're going to take it somewhere you don't like it. Either way, it, it makes for horrible sex. <laughs> and I assume we're recording. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, mistakes, welcome to another episode of Mistakes We Made and Debts We Paid. I am Wayne. I am Royce. And we are sounding especially low voice today because of our different situations. Royce, yeah. I guess you're a little sick. Yeah. And, sick uh, of getting throat fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you loved it. I was yeah, gonna say, I was going to say, you can never get too sick of that. You pretend like you're sick of it, but that's part of the role play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> And I I yelled at my cats so much two three days ago that uh, I just threw my voice. You out a sing little. on a microphone almost nightly, I almost know. three times a week. At I least. know it's been it's been torture. That's how lately. much you yelled at your cats. Yeah, and it's been it sucks because that not only did they piss so I get I got home. I've been having really ridiculous work hours lately. Uh, as some of you may know, I'm a caterer. And I work at a restaurant that serves very rustic food. So Thanksgiving and this, the, the holiday season is like our thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We have turkey, we have mashed potatoes, we have stuffing, we have all that yeah, food. Yeah, I'm sure by the time Thanksgiving rolls around, you are sick of it. It's ridiculous. Well, so our, our, thanks, our Thanksgiving food is actually really good, surprisingly good. Um, awesome. And our, our overall menu is not bad, but I always, I, and I don't want to give away where I work, but I always like to say that we're like the Olive Garden of French food. Hmm. You know, it sounds nice and fancy, but you get in there and you're paying $15 for breadsticks. You know, like, <laughs> like you're paying way too much for what you're getting. It's coming from the same dirty, you know, border over the border Mexican hands <laughs> that all of your food in this city is coming from. Um, yeah, no, man, I don't care if you're going to a Chinese restaurant. It's all Mexicans. Dude, you know what's great? And I've told this to plenty of people who have, have either taken there or told about, but my favorite, and I love sushi. love sushi. I've had it in I've had it at least a dozen places in town, if not more and my favorite sushi place to go to over and over is a place called goro's i love Goro's. yeah and i used to like to joke that like it it's actually goro from mortal kombat back there which is why the sushi is so nice and good you know he's like just forearms man he just delivers um but no really what's great and i i noticed from very early point going on there is that you know the sushi is amazing and it seems authentic and you get in there and like the owner is is japanese is actually named goro <clears throat> and uh nice i never knew that yeah i've, I've met him a couple times he owns a couple different places places in town um mostly japanese and sushi places and uh and his wait staff and all the people who greet you for the most part are all you know japanese asian wait staff but then if you look behind the curtains it is nothing but mexican wait staff yeah that, or, uh, cooks yeah and, that and and the, and the lady that cleans the table has been the same mexican lady that, yeah. that I, i've I've known since I was a kid going there. Yeah. And funny enough, over the last few five or 10 years, I've noticed too that uh, I think they're starting to not give a shit. <laughs> it's just, it's become more and more obvious that their entire staff is Hispanic, which is fine. Those guys, <laughs> those guys put out some, those beaners put out some amazing sushi. <laughs> you know, and sometimes uh, us Hispanics can get a little chink eyed. 
<laughs> no, dude, right? <laughs> I've known so many Hispanic dudes, and it's almost always the dudes uh, that just have such a, a, a Asian look to them that yeah. you would not know the difference. They just they just blend into that Korean group so when I well. Start drinking, I get real smiley, and I, I I've been asked <laughs> I a time it. or two by by strangers that we've mingled with. Just, yeah, just ended up meshing with. Someone like, starting spits Cantonese at you, you know? <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And you're like, ding hao. <laughs> <laughs> Is this guy speaking tongues? <laughs> Arigato, Mr. Roboto. Uh, no, so <laughs> I don't remember how we got off on this tangent. Me either. Uh, but sushi, sushi place. I'm trying to backtrack here. <laughs> Mexicans in the kitchen. Yes. So, <laughs> so despite the fact that I serve, you know, a bunch of French food, it's it's, it's the same shit in the kitchen. I'm I'm the one fucking getting the food. I'm half Mexican, so it counts. Uh, <laughs> I'm the one getting the food ready, and a lot of people don't realize that too. When I deliver it to them, I think I've talked about that before. Like I show up, I've got the food. They they you know write their five dollar tip down, and I'm just staring at them, and I was like, I. I've just spent the last six hours working on this asshole. <laughs> There's 40 people behind you that would not have food if it wasn't just for me. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I, 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 I used to uh, do DoorDash and I would get upset mm-hmm. at a $5 tip. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't, and that took me 30 minutes, maybe 15. I couldn't, right. I couldn't imagine spending hours on something. And only yeah. Five half your fucking it. day. Uh, when you technically aren't even supposed to be at work because my schedule is so sporadic, sporadic, I have a couple days that are, you know, actual concrete days on my schedule and then the rest is just like well keep checking your phone to see when you come in tomorrow <laughs> you know it just sucks uh, up until about 10 p.m at any point i might have to be at work at the next day at 5 a.m you know Jesus so Christ. i just i can get very little heads up so uh, i think what i originally talking about here <clears throat> so yeah my fucking cats <laughs> got back to the actual <laughs> point of the story uh, i had had a very long day recently it was um you know i'd, I'd been there from about like i think 4 35 in the morning all the way to about like 2, 3 p.m. And I went home and I was just like, I need sleep. You know, I was probably working off of maybe two hours and a bunch of caffeine, a bunch of espresso shots. And thank Christ, our espresso machine is working again at work. Oh, my God. Because for a while it was down and I was just blowing through soda, dude. And it's because I hate regular coffee. Regular coffee. I don't hate it, but it's just not my thing. Yeah. You know, yeah, I Yeah, once to, you have espresso, it's, there's it's no going just, back. Yeah, and even if I just do straight shots, I can just handle a straight shot of espresso by itself. So much better than having to down a whole cup of coffee. Yeah, it's, it's so much more to get the same effect and then you're stuck if not more so much yeah. <laughs> yeah and so it, it can't fuck with your stomach if you're on an empty stomach which whatever i've gotten used to it <laughs> um and so i'd had this really long fucking day just so worn out and as soon as i get into my room i'm like i can smell the shit oh and one of my cats so you know I'm, I'm staying at a friend's place and he's got a cat i've got two cats one of them's not fixed so i just keep them separate and i i'm living in a room basically talked about it before i have access to the house but i have to keep my two cats in my room Mm -hmm. so they don't you know fuck with the other cat that he has um and so they're just locked in this fucking room all the time and one of my cats is just this asshole who's like well i don't want to shit where he shits so i'm gonna shit under the bed (laughs) and so i get in there and it's just like i can smell it like you son of a bitch and so and i have to crawl literally crawl under the bed on my belly and like you know i'm grabbing it with this wad of like paper towels or whatever and just like trying not to touch it i can feel the warmth through the paper towels it's like the worst feeling right and like you son of a bitch i'm just yelling the whole time it's like (laughs) i just want to hit my cats so bad i'm like no don't do that you pass that anger in your life you don't (laughs) you don't abuse animals (laughs) let's not do this and so i'm just yelling screaming all the things i want to do to him (laughs) and uh uh, and finally, like, you know, I, I, I get rid of the shit. I aired out the room, sprayed some Febreze around. 
and like I, I get my clothes off, I lay down in bed, and as soon as I lay back in bed, I feel a wet spot on the bed. Oh my god, yeah. dude! And it's the it's the other cat because the one cat likes to shit under the bed, but he doesn't pee on anything. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you can tell by the smell which is which cat. Well, no, yeah, that'd be awful. <laughs> and you can tell by the pungent aroma, uh, the celery in his his diet. Um, no, so. Uh, yeah, so the other one pissed on the bed. <laughs> it's Jesus like they tag teamed me, you know. Yeah. It's like you go low, I'll go high. This guy, yeah. <laughs> and so I was just top of my fucking lungs. My my roommate wasn't there, so I was just going to town with my voice and just like I, both of them were just in the corner under the bed, like like looked like the world was gonna end, you know. <laughs> like, Good. Oh yeah. God, yeah. I it's hope. like I'm not gonna hit you, but I will scare you to death. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you got the point across yeah. to those little assholes. Yeah, and you know, I, I hit them with the spray a couple times, nice. but they—I almost feel like they're used to it. They just like turn their face away and take <laughs> it. It's, it's like that chick who doesn't want to be in the porn, you know. <laughs> um, oh, she's getting paid. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I threw my voice out doing that, and it's—it's it's slowly been coming back. I'm, but like literally, my test for it is trying to sing Maroon Five <laughs> to see if my voice is back yet. Because I wake up, I'm like, oh, I feel okay. I'm hitting certain notes, and then I'll I'll try to sing like you know this love or something. And I'm like, no, I can't, can't, can't even. Literally, nothing comes out. <laughs> mine, mine will sound okay, and then it'll hit a crack, and then it's mm-hmm. back to puberty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just it's so ridiculous. You know, like a, like a child, like you were saying. Yeah, back to being being twelve and coming in your pants. Uh, <laughs> I, you know what's funny? I've never had a wet dream. Is that, really? Yeah. Did I can change that for you? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I, I kept expecting to wake up with cum in my pants, and it was never my own. Never my own. <laughs> God damn it, Uncle! Uh, keep. How is he so sneaky? I'm a, I'm a light sleeper. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, you you don't have anything for this week, right? Uh no, uh just a little to add to what you're saying about your your car repairing your car, dude. So mm-hmm. the red truck out there, mm-hmm. I've known for a long time. Is it a it's a Bronco or it's a Tahoe? I always forget. Uh, it's a Blazer. Blazer. Yeah. <laughs> the, like never. It's like when Vegeta and, and Goku combine. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when your Bronco and Tahoe combine, <laughs> uh, you have a Blazer. <laughs> no, go on. Sorry. It sounds like a very. If you don't know vehicles, it sounds pretty gay. <laughs> it does. It sounds like a bunch of like... Bright red blazer. <laughs> it, to me, it sounds like dudes who are on American Gladiator who are clearly into, you know, gay stuff. <laughs> it's like, hey, man, you can come out. I'm like, no. <laughs> it's like, dude, you're blazing. <laughs> we know. Yeah, right. not, You're not just flaming. <laughs> so uh, I took it to a shop recently. Well, to get it to the fucking shop, it was such an ordeal. I was like, my dad... Uh, help me find it, and so like he's he feels like he 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 has such a hand in it. He anything uh, I do yeah. to it, he needs to help with. And I'm like, dude, no, it's all good. I was like, okay, you've I'm shared gonna... enough in the shame. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for it to get towed. He's pay for it to get towed. No, we'll pull it with the truck. Mm, nice, yeah. And I was like, ah oh, man, okay. And so he pull he shows up with the rustiest shit I've ever seen, dude. Mm. The rustiest. It's it's a it's a tow bar that hooks up to his trailer hitch into the front bumper and the front the the front bumper is like not where you want to pull a fucking truck from uh like there's so many videos on the internet where you you see people rip bumpers off because that's that's not that's not a tow point (laughs) right right okay and so like i wouldn't have fucking known i'm glad you said something (laughs) and it was sketchy as shit dude and so like he's like okay i got a shop in mine uh and 
It's a great shot. I, I feel like just from listening to your stories, I've learned at this point not to trust your dad when it comes to this kind of stuff. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, he's such a good guy, but he's... Right. Man, great intentions. Great intentions. He's like a puppy, dude. It's like, it's like you wouldn't get pissed at him, but it's like not his fault, I you guess. You mean so well. Yeah, you mean <laughs> yeah. well, but God damn it, you're not doing well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so we we start towing it to... Oh, no, no. So we're hooking it up to get fucking towed, and I'm like, all right, well, we need these tools. And he's like, oh. You got those tools? And it's like, no. No, of course not. <laughs> I don't have the tools necessary for this fucking tow thing that you brought. <laughs> I would think you would come with the tools. Yeah. And so we stop at AutoZone to pick up the fucking tools. Once it's already halfway hooked up. So I Jesus. had to like nice. start it and like give it all the gas it could get to yeah. try and keep up because it's only half hooked up. Uh-huh. Get the tools, uh, hook it up, and we're halfway there and he's making too sharp of a turn and it pops off halfway mm-hmm. so it hooks up on the right and the left side okay. and so like one of the sides pop off okay. so it's pulling only like the front Ugh. left of the truck so his Just truck all the is, weight on that one point yeah and yeah. so it's like my truck is turning to the right his is turning to the left like th- this is not going well <laughs> we fucking limp into the shop uh-huh. Were you on uh, just a regular street, or were you on the freeway at this point? No, no, they could not make it on the freeway. Yeah, right. Thank okay, God, thank God. No, yeah. no, was involved. It was only like five <laughs> miles away. Okay. We get to the shop, and it is jam packed, and I'm like, "Dude, you call called ahead, ahead, right? No, you called ahead like I asked you to, right? Yeah, <laughs> because I asked them to call ahead for to ask how much the down payment would be to like diagnose, sure, and to make sure they have availability. Right. And he's like. No, I didn't think I would need to. And I was like, dude, I fucking asked you. Please call ahead. Like, this was your shop, dude. I would <laughs> yeah, have, like, yeah. You said, don't worry about it. I got it. And we went, took it to your fucking shop. And they're like, nah. That's great. We can't. Nah, that's a nice truck, though. But yeah, no. nice truck. <laughs> Why don't you try uh, down the road? Okay. And so we fucking barely hooked that shit up again. And they're like, they don't even want to look at it. They're like, yeah, that's, we, we can tell you from what you're telling us that it's the engine. And that's going to be about like three grand. And uh, uh, my dad's like, all right, well, just go ahead and take a look at it. Just confirm it. Okay. Yeah. And sure. so that cost me 200 bucks. Jesus. And just that. Fuck. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, it's going to be like seven grand. Oh, even better. Yeah. And so, man, you are a professional. I know. I wish I was that good. Uh, I'm sucking his cock, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I he was didn't even know it was happening until halfway through. Until <laughs> <laughs> close to completion. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. And Let's so, not tell him what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> it involves his hand, both hands and his mouth. And his mouth, yeah. Yeah. And his. <laughs> I, I get an out-of-body experience when I do this. <laughs> <laughs> like to refer to yourself in third person while doing this. So, yeah, you, you're stuck with, with that uh, fucking outrageous car bill. Oh, but, God. like, thank God I have other It cost me three grand for those three fucking raccoons. Oh, yeah. my God, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So this this is gonna sit in my in front of my house for forever until I can. Thank God. Technically, it. you don't need it. That yeah. That's what reason. I was getting at. Yeah. Like you you've got such a, a steep bill out of nowhere. At least mm. I got some time to to <laughs> make this shit happen. If not, just sell the truck. Yeah. But like I said, my dad helped me find the truck. So like him me selling it would like break his heart. Oh, I see. Damn. Yeah. He mm-hmm. has a, he has a connection. <laughs> it's like y'all got rid of. Uh... Like a chick that you'd have threesomes with or something. <laughs> yeah, I had to put her down, do Dad. Yeah, <laughs> we'd never get rid of my. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to such a dark place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love it. Speaking of threesomes, now, uh, 
So, so you had something for this week, right? Before I fucking <laughs> stole. No, you're good. Uh, I'm glad you had something to talk about. Uh, yeah, so I recently ran into an old acquaintance who reminded me just of a plethora of good stories to tell. Nice. Uh, yeah, right? Nobody uses plethora anymore. So, <laughs> so I always thought it was plethora. Ooh. Yeah, I think you might be right. <laughs> plethora. Like the Greco-Roman version. Um, <laughs> So. You're so much smarter than me. I didn't even question it. <laughs> I didn't I was... even question it. I just accepted, started changing it in my my mind. Yeah. I was like, God damn it! I sound like an idiot for <laughs> plethora. So I think that's right. I've I've only ever heard it that way. I don't know why I say plethora. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's that that part you have to tickle on a woman's clitoris to <laughs> make them come. Pl- Again, the, the plethora. I, I don't know where that is. I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> Never been there. I need a wrap. Need a roadmap. So uh, I ran into it in. in so it's it's technically one uh, two dudes that I ran into, but there's they're a group of brothers, and so instead of using their real name, we'll call them the Dougals, because it's it's close enough, and I like the sound of it. Uh, and so I've known these guys for years. I'm, I met I met one of them back in middle school, and I've I've known most of them since like that age, if not high school. And we well, when you said the brothers, I thought for sure it was going to be the brothers, because that's. The last brothers. I thought. Oh no no no! Always referred to as the brothers. <laughs> true, very true. Uh, no, these three. So, <laughs> there's so many fun ways to describe these idiots. Um, and and I say when I think of the last brothers and I say idiots, I mean it in a loving, caring, <laughs> affectionate way. When you when, said idiots, I was like, which brothers? <laughs> yeah, right. I know, I know. <laughs> Again, more confusion. Uh, but when I speak of these idiots, it's less so. And so um, it's another reason maybe not to use their real names. Uh, but uh, the, the way I like to think of it is like one way to describe them is it's just like imagine if three dudes grew up together with these brothers and they they'd watched three ninjas movies every day <laughs> and then just based their entire like persona off of that vibe. Nice. Um, <laughs> and so I, uh, uh, Luke, and this, everyone's gonna know who these people are if they know them because uh, I'm using their real first names. <laughs> Luke Dougal. <laughs> uh, I met him first he was this kid in middle school when i met him he was this kind of slightly scrawny little skinny mexican kid and you met him as an adult and he was in middle school yeah (laughs) Yeah, he'd been held back a lot (laughs) so um no i I met him in in middle school and uh my last name is cummins you know his last name dougal we're very close alphabetically Mm. and i met him in gym class and we had to line up alphabetically in gym class and i must have gotten there either early or he got there late but I got in line and the line filled up. And by the time he got there, we were already in our places. And just, I guess, in a very casual sense, he came up and he was like, hey, that's my spot. And me coming just this literally my first day at school. My, it was a new school. I was literally just coming from the projects. And it's just like I still had that ghetto mentality of like, I must, I must take everything Stand as a threat. Ground. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all... All newcomers must die, <laughs> and so establish. And so pee on his leg. And so I, uh, as soon as he was like, "Hey, that's my spot," I was like, "Hey, fuck you." <laughs> for like at least a semester, we were these weird like enemies, like rivals. And I, I don't remember some of the shit we would do to each other overall, but there was one instance I do remember that was hilarious, where we just at each other's throat all day and it was basketball that we were doing that day in gym and just at some point he was like 20 30 feet in front of me faced away and i just took the basketball with all the strength i had and just right in the back of the head just Jesus winked Christ. just that perfect big beautiful basketball noise you know just <laughs> just that airy like echo through this the fucking gym is so good 
And we got into like a little tussle afterwards, you know, got broken up real quick. And we were just at each other's throat for a while, and then we became friends. And it's just kind of like how you are in, in school as a young kid, you know, sometimes you, you, you fight and hate someone, and then just somehow you just become friends. Yeah, those have been some of my strongest friendships. Right? It's a weird phenomena. It's like at some point you just establish, all right, you know, we've, we've beefed enough. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. you know, this isn't solving anything. You know, there's, there's some respect in there, so you kind of turn the, turn the record around. Um, and so we became friends, and I met him and his friends and his brothers over the course of, like, the years to come. Uh, and I got to know them all pretty well. And uh, <laughs> the, the, I used to have this fucking joke that they loved more than any, anyone else, and everyone fucking loved it who knew them. Uh, so Luke was the youngest, and then there was uh, Chris and Josh, and they were twins. I didn't even know for years that they were twins because they, despite looking very similar, they were different heights and uh, very different personalities mm-hmm. and dressed differently, different hair and everything. So... But, you know, you pull the hair back and take the glasses off or something. It's like you look exactly like. So uh, there's these three guys, you know, these these Dougals. <laughs> and uh, I used to make this joke about their personalities, too. That was like, it's like, man, I, I imagine that at, originally there was one Dougal son. And, like, you know, you, you pissed off a witch or something, you know. And, like, she put a curse on you and <laughs> split you into three. And, you know, Chris... He was, he was my favorite, uh, is my favorite of them. Uh, I was like, yeah, you know, you got like the good looks, you got the height, you know, you, you're kind of like a very generous, charitable person. You got the, the charm. Sounds uh, like the leader of the group. Right, you know, Luke, the youngest brother, he got like the ego, he got the, the, the brawn. He was a very, very like buffer, kind of like, you know, athletic guy, uh, a lot of ambition, you know, you got all the strive. I was like, yeah, you got all those traits. And then Josh... You got what was left. <laughs> Which isn't much, buddy. Yeah, and then they just, every time they would say that joke, they would all just laugh their ass off, including Josh, who hated it. But <laughs> he's like, you're not wrong. <laughs> and so um, so I get to know these dudes over years. And uh, funny enough, so the one I ran into recently was Josh, the leftovers, uh, as I like to call him. And um, and he's just this dude who I've I've ran into over the years. You know, we've we went to the same high school together. We've lived in the same parts of towns a few times. So we'll just run into each other. Uh, and one of the more prominent times was back in my mid twenties when I was married. Uh, he ended up working with my wife at the uh, at the little check cashing place that they wow, worked dude. at. Yeah, just just random and shit. And I you know I, I found out you know maybe a couple weeks into it, I think I, I picked her up or something and was like, oh hey shit, what are you doing? Uh, and I think she maybe she had told me about the new hire a couple times, but it didn't click or anything. Uh, and so a few months go by, and like you know, I never had anything particularly against him, but he was my least favorite of the, the Dougals, you know. So just just in the sense that he's dumb dude. Uh, he's the kind of dork who's not even fun to talk to. He's like, when I saw him recently, he's he's like he's he's a short dude. He's got this giant bushy beard. He's got this big old beer belly now. He looks like a dwarf. Uh, and I was talking to his brother Chris, who I like a lot more, who looks like fucking Tarzan. He's got this giant mane of hair, this big jawline. He's just a good-looking guy, right? He's always happy. He's just always a very, very nice. Yeah, when you guy. look that good, you, you have to be happy. right, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he's he goes through a lot of shit, and he's he's really bad with women. I think the the whole family is. <laughs> that's something that they that the witch put with all of them. Um, <laughs> that's the curse. Yeah, that's the that's the real curse. Uh, they're horrible with women. Uh, and, but um, we'll get more into that in a minute. Uh, but yeah, so. 
I was talking to him, you know, and despite how good looking he is, he was just complaining about all the broken heart situations he'd been in the last few years. I'm like, all right, man, you know, it sounds like you, you date a lot of meth horse. <laughs> you know, like, you know, people who rob you and shit. Dude, you know, that and that's something shit. you got to get in early on. If they're just breaking in the meth, that's the sweet spot. <laughs> that's the sweet. <laughs> they're thin. They're always energetic. They yeah. want to please. They yeah. clean the house. <laughs> Eager to make money. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, the, the golden age of meth heads. Um, no, so... Uh, uh, but yeah, so, and he was telling me about like, oh yeah, he's into collecting Damascus steel weapons now, you know, like that's his new nerdy thing. And it's like, good, great. Damn. Hope he doesn't start telling me about it. That's a conversation I don't want to stumble into. And just, he's always been that kind of dork, you know, uh, the kind of guy who like, when he works for customer service, he'll go through the script very lively every time. And he's like happy to do it like that dude, you know, oh, man. and just hard, you know, like uh, I'm sure like ultimately deep down a good guy overall despite the weird things with women but yeah. you know like like just hard to be around you can yeah. only take so many minutes of that before you're like dude i gotta i gotta do something yeah, i else. can only handle so much of myself in <laughs> that fucking customer service voice dude right and just let alone if that's if you like doing it if you're like and that's you know your normal way of speaking and that kind <sighs> of ugh. anyway so uh so she was working with him and and she uh all of a sudden i was I, I started catching these weird little red flags right and she's like bringing him up a couple too often and oh, uh yeah Dougal tried to diddle your wife dude right and so so uh she's bringing him up in but she's bringing him up in this weird counter way where she'll like because i used to complain about him like i'd bring up stories about how dumb he was and she's like oh yeah you know he's doing this stupid shit at work blah 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 uh, and he's always like he wants to hang out by the way he keeps mentioning hanging out we should hang out with him in sometime and it's like oh why why he's like yeah. i don't i don't want to spend time around him you don't like spending time around him at work yeah. so to speak and so i started getting these weird hints and so i started spying on her at work and i would like park across the street watch her you know and she was getting real flirty and i'm like at first i'm like okay maybe she's just you know being fun with him at work but then mm -hmm. she's like starting to grab his arm and stuff and oh, just man. little shit like that yeah. and it's just like all right this is i can't let this shit fly so i brought it up to her she denied it for days and finally i i just like brought up something real specific that i saw her do and she was like okay yeah, we've been flirting. I'm very sorry. I'll cut it out. And like, we had a very serious talk. And I'm like, all right, good. You know, like, I'm, it took me a while to get it out of you, but yeah. let's, like, let's fucking squash this. As long as, you know, you, you promise me you're not going to do it again, then we're fine. And so a couple of weeks went by. I went to spy on her again. I caught her doing it again. <laughs> and Dude, this, this ugly, stupid guy has become the forbidden well, fruit. I'll say this. Not an ugly dude. He's, okay. The whole Dougal family is pretty attractive guys. Okay. Uh, he's, again, the leftovers, but, you know, he yeah. got enough good looks to get by. Like, yeah, bad you. with women, but not because he's bad looking, because gotcha. he makes horrible choices, and he, he's kind of a... He, he's like an old school way of, like, thinking of, like, he'll be chivalrous, but he is also, like... Well, so the things he was doing at work is that he would he would constantly mention, you know, like, oh, I know you're with Wayne, but if you weren't, oh I would God. I would take you out and treat what you so well and shit thing. like that. Yeah. Like so obvious, just this beta male bullshit, you know, of just like trying so hard and just putting in a bunch of time and yeah, effort in such a sleazy way. Be like, oh, I would never do that to you. Right. Just shit like that. Yeah. Just this bitchy pussy way of trying to like get in, you know, a and married like said, woman's be pants. Because y'all agreed that she would stop now. Now, now he's the forbidden fruit. Now, now, like, supposedly, nothing, you know, nothing makes me want something more than someone yeah. telling me I can't. And this it. was later into the marriage when shit was starting to get rocky, mm, and there yeah. was some already other issues before that. And so it it was, this was you know one of many straws upon the camel's back, but one of the bigger mm. ones, I suppose, or not even bigger ones, but just an outstanding one, I suppose. And so uh, 
So when I, the second time came around, I was like, okay, well, I'm, this is no longer an issue I'm going to leave in your hands. I'm going to take charge of this situation. And we had a discussion about it, and she was, like, you know, freaking out. And she was like, well, I'll stop. And it's like, well, I don't really trust you. And, you. and she was lying about it again, too. Like, I brought it up to her, and she's like, no. And I was like, well, what about this or this? And she, you know, she kept denying until finally she broke down. And she was like, okay, yeah. Like, I still am interested in him, and I'm sorry. And I was oh, like, man. well. That's 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 okay. It's like if if I don't put it into it now, then then this is over. Like we've got to talk about splitting up, because um, I'm not gonna let you continue doing this with some dude who like lives down the street. Even like he lived literally down the street. Damn. And so uh, everything good? Yeah. Okay. So I. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah. My bad. <laughs> uh, so I um, I literally this is like midnight ish. Like it's the middle of the night kind of situation where we're having this discussion. You know, argument, whatever. And uh, I have his number, so I'm like, fuck it. And I called him middle of the night, and I was like, hey, I'm coming over. Uh, I'll meet you outside. Didn't say shit else. And <laughs> Just like, I'll call you when I'm there. <laughs> just very clandestine, just using all my fucking power play moves, right? Just, I was ready to fuck him up. And he's, he's, he's not a small dude as far as muscle, and he, I know he's done martial arts too, but I've been in a lot of street fights. And, you know, like I was just like in that mindset, like, yeah, I'm gonna fuck him up if I have to. <laughs> and when your wife is on the line. And not even that, it's like, there was a part of me that's like, yeah, you can fucking have her, motherfucker, but I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> like, like this, is, this is happening. Um, which, of course, I didn't really feel that way, but like, you know, my, my head was in a weird place. Yeah. So I go over there, and I'm like, hey, I'm here, come outside. And I just hang up. <laughs> don't, don't, don't even give him time to say anything. It takes him a few minutes. And I had this, this thing in my mind where I knew I was going to threaten him, but I wanted to do it in a way where he couldn't use it in, against me in a court of law. Didn't want to say anything too descriptive in case he was recording it with his phone or something, but I wanted to make it very clear what my intentions were. So he comes out, and I, and I can't remember exactly the, the full conversation, but what I basically said to him very calmly, it was, I was so proud of myself because I was pissed, and I was, I was you know, a little nervous about how the situation might go overall, but I was like pretty confident, and I was just like, it, I just... I must have put fucking chills up his spine, man, because he turned into such a little fucking dog. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I was like, hey, so I know you've been flirting with my wife. And he's like, flirting with what? He's like, hey, dude, don't, don't, don't deny it. I know what's been going on. I don't want to hear it. He's like, no, I never, never would try to do that. He's like, well, that's what's happening. What a, yeah. And so thing. you're going to stop and she's going to stop. And if I find out that anything is still happening, I'm not going to worry about her because I've already told her that nothing's going to happen. And she has said that she won't. If something keeps happening, I know it's you. And we're going to have another discussion that doesn't involve words. <laughs> and he was like, okay, man, cool. Like, like I promise nothing's going on, but whatever it is, I'll be less friendly. We'll have less. He's just like, really like, you know, just these, these fucking like little, little, you know, surrenders over and over. And it's fucking hilarious. And I'm just like, it's cool, man. You know, that's, I just said my piece and that's all I came here to do. And as I'm leaving, uh, he's like, Hey, if, if you want, man, you can put one across my chin, like, you know, free of charge or anything if you're that pissed off. And I was like, dude, if I ever hit you, it's not going to be something you ask for. <laughs> and I just left. And it was just such a fucking, oh, it was like, I didn't want to be there or have to do something like that, but it felt so good to do it. And it had been so long since I'd hurt or threatened anyone. Yeah. And, and it was just nice to slip back into that so easily <laughs> and just feel good doing it. Yeah, I've, I've never, I've, that role has never suited me well. <laughs> it's not something I've done especially in my adult life that often, like I said, I used to be in a lot of fights and stuff, but when I, when I was young and I would get into a fight, I wouldn't talk. I wouldn't threaten. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do any of the poet posturing beforehand. I would literally try to have the element of surprise and I would just throw a punch or a kick as soon as I saw an opening. Like, you know, there's so many, so many dumb fucking ghetto kids will get right in your face. Yeah. And I've it's just a lot like, of that. 
Like, dude, all right. <laughs> like, I'm not here to talk. So, absolutely. Just so many uppercuts or fucking knees. Just like, they, literally, they cannot see coming. They're just so <laughs> close, they cannot see it coming. Um, yeah, I've, I've been in a lot of situations where it's been a lot of, a lot of talking. And, mm-hmm. man, do I look stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm confusing myself at the stupid shit I'm, I'm trying to say, trying to sound tough. Yeah. Like I said, I've <laughs> never, never sounded cool. Everyone's like... Looking confused. <laughs> like, I don't know what fu- that means. Yeah. I think you're. I think you're threatening me, but I don't play golf. No, <laughs> just weird shit. Like shit, man. He rides a short bus. I don't want to fight that. Guy. <laughs> right? Some kind of amazing subconscious like defense mechanism <laughs> where they start to sympathize for me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, buddy. Maybe we don't need to do this. <laughs> no. So, so some of the funnier stories I want to tell about the Dougals now that I've gotten that out of the way. So I saw him. Right. I saw him at a bar recently, and and, and him and his brother, and we got. To talking again and everything was cool um and uh i was in the bathroom uh funny enough and he came in and we're you know pissing side by side and he was like hey man we cool and i was like yeah why why do you ask and i knew what he meant of course um and he was like yeah it just uh, i remember one of the last times we talked it was kind of intense and i was like uh did you try flirting with my wife right after we talked and he was like no definitely not and i was like yeah of course we're cool then <laughs> <laughs> and just like it was just so fucking good man just nice. like being so chill and cool about it just throwing it back at him <clears throat> but anyway so the, one of the reasons I wanted to bring all this stuff up, despite the fact that it, it kind of uh, kind of happened again recently or that, that, you know, I ran into them, is that uh, fucking with Luke Dougal was one of my favorite things to do growing up. And I would just find every opportunity to screw with this kid because he, he was like the meathead jock, just really into his own ego kind of guy. And um, we, all, we had the same friend circle and there was a couple friends in there that were much more, you know, uh, sarcastic, funny dudes and just... We just love fucking with him. Like Aaron, one of the guys that we both knew, who was a good friend of ours, um, once described him perfectly where he had done something to piss us off too. He had, he had, he had been some douchey situation and he wasn't around. And, and fucking Aaron was like, he's just such a fucking simpleton. <laughs> and I was like, man, I don't hear that word often enough. That is, that is literally the perfect word for him. He's just a simpleton. <laughs> and um, So just shit like that. Uh, <laughs> there was one time where... They, they came to hang out with me when I was getting out of work, and I was like 20, 21 at the time. Just, we were all real young. And as they were driving up, uh, Luke leaned out of the window, and he yelled as I'm like walking through the parking lot. And he's like, dude, you're okay? Oh, my God, we called all the hospitals. <laughs> of course, they didn't. You know, but he's just screaming that out of the side, like full half his body out of the side of the car. He's like, you fucking simpleton. <laughs> it's funny, but... <laughs> Um, back when we were in high school, there was this fucking amazing prank that I pulled on him, and I'm to this day so fucking proud of it, where um, he and his brother Chris once enrolled in a talent scout uh, competition for a modeling and acting agency that was coming through town. And I did that too. Yeah, it's one of those things where you just you 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 put in a tape or whatever, you give them a submission, and you know, like if, if they like you or not. On, on two separate occasions. Nice. Uh, uh, how did how did that go for you? I'm here, so. <laughs> <laughs> did a couple films I'm not proud of, but straight to DVD uh, streaming. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, he he and his brother did that, and uh, we were all hanging out except for him. He was working at the time. We were like in our you know right out of high school age. 
uh, or maybe even it's like just just at the last year of high school, and he had a job at um, Taco Cabana, and he was working nice, while nice. we were all off, and we were at Aaron's house just chilling out, getting high, talking about this, and we were just like, oh, of course he fucking you know went to go try to be an ad- an actor or a model like that fucking pretty boy, <laughs> uh, and Chris he was in he he went with him, and I was like, yeah, and you know he's like, I just went because you know it's like why not to do something on my Wednesday, you know, and just like have fun. Uh, his slightly older brother, you know, who was like in between high school and college. And just like I said, just a sweet, fun, just, you know, like energetic, proactive dude, always fun to be around. Um, and so I'm like, wait, what was the name of the agency? Like, yeah. And y'all, y'all both applied. You both sent in tapes and you haven't heard anything back yet. Perfect. And so I call, I found out which store he was working at the Taco Cabana and I called him. Called him oh while he's God. on his shift at no, work, dude. <laughs> and, and I pulled my best, like over the top, like L.A. white guy voice, and I call him, and I'm like, "It was what was the name of the agency?" All right, and and I, it's like so old school. I'm I'm so old. This is this is how we were doing it. I was on a landline, and I was on <laughs> one phone while every well, like almost a half dozen at least dudes my age were on another phone in the different room like hand on the receiver all of them listening you know or <laughs> on speaker or something but like they were like you know keeping them because I, I kept hearing them laughing <laughs> and somehow it wasn't coming over the line and it was just so good and so i called up and i was like yeah this is tom shelby west coast talent scouts of america i'm here to speak to lucas dougal and you know just like really laying it on thick speaking real quick and fluidly and it was just so and he comes online and he's like, "Yeah, this is this is Lucas. Is this is this the the talent agency?" I'm, yeah, Luke. This is uh, Thomas Shelby. You know, West Coast Talent Club. But looking over the footage today, and I came across you and your brother's tapes, and I gotta say, I'm really impressed, man. I think you got what it takes. Uh-huh. You know, you're good looking. Oh, yeah, dude. And just like laying it on, and he's like, "Oh, that's so great." You know, like this is what I want to do. And he's like, he's really leaning into like the culture thing, you know, and just yeah. be like, "This is what I want to do with my life, man." It's just like this is all I've been working towards. This means the world to me, and like I, I promise you, I will deliver. And blah blah blah. And I'm like. Yeah, that's great, man. You know, I think you got a lot of a lot of potential, man. So, so I was looking at your brother's tape, and uh, <laughs> and I got to tell you, I think he's got what we're looking for. Do you have his contact information? Because I can't find his number here. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I got his I got his number. Um, but uh, you saw my tape, right? And I was like, Yeah, yeah. It was a really impressive tape. But uh, you were the only contact information we had for your brother. So I was just hoping I could get that real quick. Oh man. <laughs> and he's like. Yeah, hold on a second. He's like, you know, he goes through his phone or whatever, and he gives the, he's like, you could just hear his breath just like, just in his chest getting held back, you know? And he's like, giving me the number. And then afterwards, he's, he's like, so, um, so, uh, my tape, you know, are you guys uh, considering mine? He's like, well, this year, I think we got enough can- candidates this year. <laughs> he's like, oh, well, uh, you guys come through once a year, right? I, like, next year, I can apply again. And uh, it's the, the fucking icing on the cake. He's like, oh, we still have your tape on file. I think that'll be fine. This <laughs> is <laughs> <laughs> so, and then I just hung up on him. <laughs> nice. I thought you were going to tell him, like, hey, you should just go ahead and quit your job right <laughs> now. <laughs> no, God, that would have been the worst, right? Just tell him, yeah, come on down right now. <laughs> <laughs> Pack your shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to LA. <laughs> and so I, I found out like a day or two later from Aaron or somebody uh, who knew us that uh, he like lost it at work, almost lost his job because he fucking like started breaking shit, throwing like ketchup yeah. packets and stuff. Apparently he went into the walk-in cooler and shut the door and just screamed for like 10 minutes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and 
just fucking just losing his shit. Beat the shit out of the cooler wall. <laughs> yeah. And so a few days go by, and I'm going over to hang out at Aaron's place again. And I open the door, and as soon as I do, he just comes at me. He's just there <laughs> at the door waiting, knowing I was coming over. I don't think I even got a knock in, you know. I just go to the door, and he's just there. And he charges at me, and I fucking slipped him. And he just chased me around the yard for like a good three minutes as I'm laughing my ass off. Jesus, how can you run uh, and laugh that hard? Dude, right? It was just the best. <laughs> I'm like dodging behind sprinklers and shit. <laughs> oh, dude, it was so good, man. And every every now and then when I see him, I'll, I'll bring that shit up. And actually, funny enough, he's in Hollywood now. Really? Trying to pursue that life. And he's he's gotten a couple more. So working minor, at a, a Taco Cabana in L.A. Now, basically. Huh? No. So, I mean, I think he's doing as well as he can. Um, but uh, I think his biggest claim to fame is that... Um, Oh shit! It was uh, not American Horror Story, but one of those pop. Oh, it was um, it was a one season show. It was a show that was real popular about Sarah Polly. She played like a fucking doctor or something back in the day, uh, and so he's literally <laughs> he's he's in the show for all of like ten seconds. That's awesome, dude! But yeah, he, he's got full face on screen. I think he has a line. Uh, he he delivers. It's it's one of those like ridiculous situations where the main character is like at this nice restaurant in Italy or some shit, and she's having dinner, and she gets a call from the murderer or something, and he delivers the phone to her. He's that guy. He's like, <laughs> nice. you have a call, ma'am. So he gets. Dude, I'm sure like, he practiced that line. Oh, for sure, dude. He looks great. Sense. You know, he looks you know he looks as good as he always has. He's he's he's, he's all dressed out Italian looking and shit. Um, dude, I, I the people that want him go to L.A. and be actors. It's I can't imagine. Uh, the mentality you have to have to go to that or to try it because it, your competition is so thick. Dude. I think it takes a special kind of ego, which is what he always had. Nice, yeah. it, to, you to, have to have that. Yeah, to think after failing so many times that you are still destined to be the greatest thing ever. You know, like yeah, yeah. there's so many beautiful, talented people out there. Right. And it's like, what what makes you stand out? What, what, why do you think you're special? That's why I've always loved that term where it's like, you know, when you're rating people's looks on the 1 to 10 scale, like a, a 10 out here is an LA 8, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if not lower on right, LA Right, I'm scale. sure, yeah. Actually, a San Antonio 10 is like an LA 6, you know? Oh, for sure. <laughs> San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> Just above the taco rating, as they call it. <laughs> All right, mistakes. I feel like that does me. What about yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, we're out of time. <laughs> Lay off the taco sauce, folks. <laughs> Hey guys, thanks for listening. Please uh, hit subscribe if you haven't already on Spotify, iTunes, the RSS feed, whatever the fuck you're listening on. We won't know your love is real unless you show it. <laughs> and that does mean dick pics, but don't send that to the RSS feed. <laughs> Physical gratification is the only type I like, so go ahead and very aggressively touch that subscribe button for me. Smash it like you're smashing your nephew. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or niece, whatever. We don't judge. Whatever you're into, it's fine. <laughs> Creepy uncles swing both ways. <laughs>